0: Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, where we torture you with Halloween screed. So grab your sickle, an alibi, and a pint of your choice type, for the Covenant is about to convene. Join us now, unless you are afraid of clowns. Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, I'm your ghost host. Trixie Tom, Join alongside my skeleton crew of Jaded John, are you ready to die? I think Tom, that's the first time you've given me an
1: actual title that fit me properly. <laughs> so, I'm a little concerned in no. my But, <laughs> but um, you know, I am I am I almost feel like switching into Steven Tyler and singing right now, but yes.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That would be too much. Too much. I know much. it would
1: be, but those of you unfamiliar with Tom, Tom can pull <laughs> a song, a, a attempt at a song lyric out of anywhere, anytime. And that so, is true. That is true. So I thought the Jaded reference would be good. It would be. Glory. It is theme park appropriate.
0: That is true. That is very true. This episode, though, it's not going to be about Aerosmith. No, it's about HHN and SeaWorld Orlando. Hello, Scream. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be a scream, if you will. So before we do that, let's get into a little um, crypt keeping. Please go to Twitter, Pastor John Self. Make sure you like and subscribe. He's always on there boasting about the articles he's writing for this company and that company and maybe even vacationerspodcast.com. Glorious, glorious. Go check that out now. There's
1: there's a fine line between boasting and doing what your editors tell you to do. (laughs) Just so we're clear.
0: Okay, that's what it is. And you can go to the YouTube channel, Vacationers Podcast, and check out all the live streams every Wednesday. The Disney Character Warehouse video that I do every month. Uh, the latest video just released today, Hello Scream at SeaWorld Orlando. We'll be talking about that. Uh, well, actually, in about a couple of minutes, or even less, in a few seconds. And there's so much more. So go check it all out. I would greatly appreciate it. Please. Go to Twitter, you know, as long as you're going to um, follow John, why don't you follow Vacationer Tom as well? That's my Twitter handle, Vacationer Tom. Go check that out too. Give us a positive review on iTunes. That too would be absolutely wonderful. I'd be very happy about that. But enough about that nonsense. Let's get into the Halloween nonsense. I think first, John, let us start with SeaWorld, Hello, scream. We went I on believe, opening
1: night. I believe we were also were there courtesy of SeaWorld Orlando based on the uh, yes. a media event intending.
0: Yes, yes. John got invited uh, as media. I was his plus one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: And just to clarify, um, you're not the prettiest date I've ever taken to a media <laughs> event.
0: But I'm not the ugliest, right? <laughs> I'm going to
1: have to get back to you on that. <laughs> In fairness, I've not taken a lot of dates to media events, but that's a
0: different issue. Yes, yes. Uh, so it was September 8th. It was a Friday and the event runs from September 8th to October 31st, which is a Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, go out. Oh, it's only on select dates. So it's Friday through Saturday in September, Thursday through Sunday in October. It's not every
1: Thursday in October.
0: Oh yeah. The first two Thursdays, it isn't right. Hmm. Hmm, that's well, I mean, I guess they say it and then they expect you to look at the map, I guess.
1: That's correct. What yeah. the, your podcast audience does not have a map in front of them. That They're is true. Grid yeah.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. And well, obviously the 31st is a Tuesday and the 30th is a Monday and they do have events both those days. So uh, you can go either of those two days at the very end of the season. So, uh, yeah, we went as media. Um, we went, they had a, uh, meet and greet for lack of a better word at the very beginning where we got to try some sampled goodies. So let's, uh, talk a little bit about those, shall we?
1: Uh, so oh no, you want me to talk about food. food? I do not know how to do that. I only know how to write about it.
0: Let me show you how you do it, John. Okay, oh. show me how to do it. <laughs> so I unfortunately got uh, I was talking, I was mingling, and I only got two food Media items. Media event amateur. I know, I got two food items. Well, I did not expect them to shut down the food like halfway through it.
1: Media event amateur. It,
0: it, like literally, I think the the um the meet and greet or the mingle was. From eight to no seven to eight, but by seven thirty or seven thirty five, the only thing they had left was the mac and cheese. They pulled out. I don't know that out.
1: his time is accurate on that, but they did move it things was away quickly. Pretty
0: early, yeah. I think they had an X amount that they were serving out, and once they ran out, they were done. Like all right, we're out. That's it. So the one thing I did get was from the unfortunate booth, which I like the fortune, you know, because unfortunate, and it's a fortune cookie. The teriyaki chicken hibachi served with fried rice and egg. It's in the old school uh, takeout Chinese boxes.
1: It was in the old school Chinese takeout boxes for the media event. That's not how it served at the event.
0: Yeah, it was. We saw it. They
1: They're... look. They look different.
0: Okay, maybe they weren't authentic. Okay, there we go. That's fine. But they did. They had the shape of them. You knew. Uh-huh. You knew what they were going for when you saw it. Yeah, that's that? fair. Okay, I thought it was fantastic. I I, I thought it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. John, uh, do you have any um, insight on this one? Did you try it? I think he did, right?
1: Really? You're asking the food blogger <laughs> if he tried food at <laughs> oh, a media okay. event. Uh, what are you oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course he did. Of course. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought the, the preparation method they used for the media event was good. I'm not sure they can match that at the booth. But the components were quite good for this. Um, I'm a little concerned because remember, what was the price
0: point on this? Like 15 bucks like 14.99 yeah. or something.
1: So, I'm a little concerned about that for a portion size, but the quality of food is very it was I thought was very good for theme park food, especially during a Hollow Scream event or during a Halloween event.
0: You are forgetting, however, John. You you're assuming people are going to pay the the sticker price on these items, but they do offer, let's get to that right now. They offer a Hollow Scream sampling yany- lanyard premium and standard. So, the premium is uh, seventy five dollars, and you? How many do you get? It doesn't say here. I have to go more details to find out how many uh, samples you get. Do
1: you want me to save you time? Go for it. Uh, you receive five full size drinks and two food items. This is only available for past members. Oh. And for seventy five dollars.
0: Oh, it is does say past members.
1: Just once, then once again, if you need information about food, you e. just, just consult. So the other one is the two other one is, for
0: past members. Um, Past members. Oh, wait, wait, maybe not. Okay. No, it is, that is not good. You correct. do get a discounted accurate. lanyard. You do get a discount, but
1: however, you can also purchase the forty dollar lanyard, anyone can, and you get three full size drinks and one food item. My criticism three is drinks. is um food. most people go to Hollow Scream for one night. Yeah. That's a lot of beverages for one night, though I'm not making any judgments about I guess I am, but not intentionally. And um if, well, you, if you plan on nine. drinking, this is a great deal. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for food, this is not a great deal.
0: It's interesting they specify exactly how many of each you can have. Usually it's just, here, here's seven samples, do with it what you want. But this is, speci- yeah, this is specific. You get, like for the the hundred or the $75 one, you get five drinks. And the, in
1: the breakdown, it's specific two about food. five full-size drinks.
0: Yes. So it's full-size, not, well, they have to because... If you're accustomed to their their lanyards and how it works in any other event they do, you don't get full size. You get sample size drinks. Mm-hmm. So at that pricing, that's 70 Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll definitely, well, I won't say that because you do get discounts if you're a past member. So I'm not sure how, how that plays out, to be honest with you. But The other thing I had at Carney Treats was that, well, it's Sergeant Carney Treats. Carnie you know, Evil it. Treats. Oh, this says Carney
1: right here. I think they changed that. So we'll go with Carney treats. I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: Everyone. Carney treats. How dare you interrupt me with incorrect data. <laughs> it's a cheesy mac. It's mac and cheese, deep fried and topped with bacon and uh, pico de gallo. Pico de gallo? <laughs> pico de gallo. Wow. But, um, yeah, so it was regular mac and cheese, then fried mac and cheese on top of it. I thought, I thought the regular mac and cheese was good. It was creamy. I thought it was decent mac and cheese. And a deep fried mac and cheese, well, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's deep fried mac and cheese. So it was fine. It's a lot of mac and cheese. I, I When I first saw it, I thought the deep fried mac and cheese was a chicken nugget. But yeah, no, it's more mac and cheese.
1: In fairness, many people there thought it was a chicken nugget.
0: Yeah, until you bit into it. Like, hey, this chicken nugget's made of mac and cheese. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> so those are the only two eats I had. Uh, John, what did, else did you eat? Uh, the other media item was the taco. Okay. I uh,
1: believe it. I can't remember the name of the taco. The zombie taco.
0: Zombie. Zombie
1: taco um, with bacon. Uh, it was nice, but if, if you watch the vlog that Tom did from the SeaWorld event, he asked me about the, that item, and I said it was the weakest of the items that I tried.
0: Oh, yeah. There it is. Zombie taco. Thick cut bacon. Flaming Cheeto dust. Okay. Mm. Sounds delightful.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just a question of I didn't get a lot of uh, flavor from the Flaming Cheeto dust.
0: Um, Is that it, then?
1: That is all we had at the media event.
0: Oh, so I only missed out on one food item.
1: Yeah, you keep saying that, and I keep pointing out you just missed one.
0: Oh, well, you know what? That wasn't too bad, then, I guess. So, there you go. Uh, I also had some cocktails. You mean the grown-ups of Capri Suns? Yes. <laughs> siren spirits they had the hex which is vodka melon liqueur uh, pineapple lemon apple puree puree um it was fine it just tasted like sugar that and the frost i believe both just tasted sugary frost is vodka blue raspberry and lemonade then they have uh darkness which this doesn't make any sense because they
1: he's your old friend (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, he is. It's tequila, triple sec, blueberry puree, and sweet and sour mix. And it tastes flowery, which doesn't make any sense to me.
1: For those of you unaware, Tom does not like flowery drinks.
0: No. But, I mean, no. If you want to throw a flower on top of a drink, like or an umbrella or you know, some, something to spice it up, that's fine. But if it tastes like a flower, uh, yeah, no, that's not good.
1: It's not working for you?
0: No. But the flame drink, the cocktail Flame has uh, light rum, Bacardi light rum, spicy mango, orange juice, sweet and sour. It was glorious. It wasn't overly sweet. It's definitely mango, and it had a little spice to it, which I absolutely adore. So that was yummy, yummy, yummy. So there you go. So if you're uh, in there and you want one of the drinks, I would say Flame. I'd stay away from darkness. And if you just want some sugar, Hex and Frost, you can't go wrong. It's generally
1: a good idea in life to avoid darkness whenever possible.
0: <laughs> Unless it's your old friend.
1: Then you, <laughs> then you if it's your nice. old
0: friend, I can't help yeah, you. Then you, you just bring right in. Uh, yeah, so we did that for an hour. Then it shut down. And then we had um, you know VIP passes to go to the houses and the Monster Stomp show. Let's start with the Monster Stomp show. Every year, this is my favorite show, my favorite Halloween show. Um, I think it's absolutely glorious. I I love it. So does John. He He, <laughs> he can't even speak. That's how. Enthralled uh, he is with the show. You told
1: me beforehand not to talk about the show.
0: Yes. You don't talk about the show. That's what you said to me. <laughs> uh, it was good. Uh, so, the the lead actor, the Jack, the the person who plays the Jack the Ripper role for the last two years at Hello Scream Orlando, or SeaWorld Orlando, uh, was absolutely phenomenal. Like the best of all the. Like, I, I've seen the show a multitude of times in Williamsburg. Uh, well, I guess just Williamsburg and here and oh my lord so 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 good and this year it was another guy and i guess they have multiple people who you know play that role and so i, I don't know 100% if you're ruining the, the magic other guy, for me i know i don't know if 100% if the other guy is like he's just like hey i'm done i'm not doing it this year but he was the greatest this guy was fine this new guy he was okay but he just doesn't have the the huskba the, the you're, spunk you're telling me he had a nice personality that's what i'm hearing you say he wasn't yeah he wasn't evil enough okay like the other guy he really like whoa he he had it all going you know he was definitely he, oh man it was wonderful so still the show was fantastic absolutely wonderful check it out if you go to the event you have to go to the show so just plan on going to that show the uh siren call or oh, what's it called siren song siren song yeah if you've done it once you don't need to do it again if you've never done it, you don't have children. Eh, it's an interesting little uh, show that they do. They have different sirens around in a circle, and they talk about stuff. And they have, you know, plants in the audience that they bring out, and they make them kill each other. And so, I mean, it's it's interesting the first time you see it, but then it's like once you know what's going on, it's it loses that <laughs> that interest, I guess. And then this year they have a brand new one: the Cursed Lagoon what's lurking beneath the surface see for yourself if you dare located in forever pearls so that's where they dive in and get the pearls Uh, i did not see that i'm sure it was fine Uh, i mean that show can only do so much for where the location is so uh, i don't know but yeah those are the shows john do you have anything to say about the shows um i don't you told me not to talk about the shows that's true now let's talk about the let's go scare zones then the houses Scare zones, they had like seven scare zones. It's like crazy. the You know, <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: you know why you think it's like seven? Because it is. That's uh,
0: very good. Thank you. Yeah, oh, Thank you very much. Uh, so the new blood light district was interesting. It was just like a pathway to get to another part of the park. And they had girls dancing like it was the, well, blue light district, really. Sorry,
1: right, would you or like, or red would light you like district? me to make my joke that I can't believe I didn't make during your vlog? Please, please. I'm not old enough to go to that area anymore.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, it was fine. Toxic Turmoil, this is where um, the last year and the year before they had the the camper, uh, the camp, which I absolutely loved that scare zone. This was fine. It wasn't as good as the camping, um, but it's fine. And they, you know, they had people, oh, and they had the <laughs> actors running through there. I love the actors of, uh, of SeaWorld Orlando's Hello Scream. In the scare zones, they they look like they're just having a good time. Like they look like they're having fun. Like they're enjoying what they're doing. And that, that goes a long way in uh, having you to enjoy the, the, um, I guess the scare zone. Well, I mean, that's one
1: of the pluses of, uh, hollow screen versus, um, versus big brother down the street. Yes. Is that there's far less scripted triggers and everything. Yes. And, and the scare zones. And, and that can be a plus and can be a negative. Well, all at the same time.
0: I, I, I'd say there are no triggers.
1: (laughs) There are negligible. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, if there are, there are few and far between. Yeah. Most of this characters, I mean, I I guess in the scare zones, they're a little bit more free, but yeah, they're, they're kind of stuck with what they got to do. And carnival, this was a carnival pier. This is over by pipeline, uh, or at least along that pathway. Oh man, that was a good time too. The actors there were having a blast. It was like an old, you know, the Carnival Pier stuff. So it was really fun. And they had the big clown mouths that you walk through. So <laughs> I thought that was great. The Portal of Passage, that's just where you go. That's the holding area for the event. Mm-hmm. Like, So it has a big, like a three-story, or maybe it's a two-story. Oh, three-story? That weird scaffolding thing where the ladies uh, are dancing. We're
1: going to define it as two stories.
0: Oh, we'll say two-story scaffolding.
1: But this is also the area that you dump out of from one house.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's fine. They have a bar there in the gift shop. And, yeah, so it's a nice section to be in, I guess. Then they have frozen terror alive in the ice. Ah, uh, is This must be outside of the mm-hmm. beneath the ice. Okay. I mean, the scariest thing I saw outside beneath the ice is... A dip in Dots cart.
1: <laughs> he, he makes that joke in the vlog. Though. I I'm do. sorry. And it's not a good one, and I apologize formally on behalf of uh, the Kitchener's yes. podcast and more.
0: That's right. Dippin' <laughs> Dots. What, what? I can't believe they're still around. But anyway. Uh, w- Witchcraft Bayou. This is an old classic they've had since the beginning. I, I, I really enjoy this one, too. The whole, you know, the witchcrafts. And then the witches are walking up and down. They have the cool sets. I think this one's a fun one to get walk through. The last and very, and at least not least, because it's my, this is my favorite, Terrors of the Deep this is outside of Mako or as you walk towards Mako. It just, it's just wonderful. They got all the fog and the blue light and the, the weird sea creatures and the stilt people and the captain and the pirate ship. I mean.
1: You are a sucker for stilt people.
0: I am. A, I do like me a stilt person. I mean, this is really what SeaWorld, like this is, the bread and butter for lack of a better word of, you know, cause it's all the, the sea and uh, you know, all the creatures and the pirates and it's just wonderful. It's, it's a great scare zone. And like I mentioned in my, my uh, blog, not vlog, blog, ran handwritten when well I handwritten. Well, you consider it handwritten if you type it on a, a keyboard? No, we sound silly when we say that now. <laughs> okay.
1: I said the other day that I write on paper. so for Ooh, a, that's weird. For a podcast. Yeah, it was very
0: weird. Yeah, that's strange. But, uh, yeah, I, I said that I could basically spend the entire event in that section because twofold, well, threefold. One, that is the greatest scare zone. I could stay there, just walk through there all night. If I wanted to, I could just walk a little bit further and ride Mako at my convenience. If I wanted to, I could even walk just a slightly even further and see the Monster Stomp show. All three of those things are in very close proximity. The only thing I wouldn't be able to do, I don't know about a a cocktail or food. I think I'd have to... Nav- no, no, no. No, know Monster Stomp. So a little bit further, they do have some booths. They have the alcohol and they have food. So I can get a Yeah, I think that's a good plan. One of these days. That's all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So those are that. Then they have five houses. Um, we'll start... Let's start with... Our least favorite, work our way to the most favorite. I think for the most part, we have the same most favorite. And everything else kind of falls in between. Like, I don't know if there's one. I think Captain's Revenge might be my least, only because it was so dark. I feel like that house was super dark.
1: Very hard to see. That was part of the Captain's Revenge.
0: Uh, Maybe, but I, I can walk in the dark. <laughs> I don't need to go to invent walk in the walking. You dark. mean you
1: could go to the second and third night of HHN and hell has yeah. to be so dark you can't even see. Exactly. Okay, sorry. So, that was bitterness.
0: Uh, yeah, Captain's Revenge. This year, usually you go into the, you walk into the pirate ship and you exit around the back. And this year you go into the back and you exit through the front of the pirate ship. So they did change it up a bit, um, but it was very dark, very dark. Next, maybe Blood beckoning would be the second one we talk about
1: i wasn't a big fan
0: of blood beckoning yeah so blood beckoning it's uh, what did well, i don't even know what it's about <laughs> oh scratch right, right. The, the character uh-huh. um who is she she's a, a siren
1: no I guess. but that's all right you, okay she, this character they've, they've they brought. created a, yeah they created yes. a character
0: and, and you want to give
1: me. SeaWorld lots of credit these are These Hollow Scream houses are entirely originals. They are not depending upon intellectual properties. They are also not paying for intellectual properties. Yeah,
0: it goes a long way. So
1: so they have these characters, and they return these characters over and over. As as if they are trying to create an icon series.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, let's face it. Blood Beckoning, I believe, has been here all three years. The the event is three years old now. This is the third Mm -hmm. year. Captain's Revenge. Now, they've changed it to Drown in Darkness, so I think they've reimagined it. But Captain's Revenge was here, Blood Beckoning was there, Dead Vi- a version of Dead Vines was there too. Now they've changed again, they've changed this one too. And beneath the ice, it was here too by name, but the meltdown, they really they changed I mean it's nothing it's not even close to what it was. So it's weird to put a new house in that has this shares a name with an old house. It is different for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so then let's go deadlines. Or yeah, dead vines. Dead vines. Nile's nightmare. That's the next one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember much about this one either. Oh, you walked in through like a greenhouse. Yeah, I mean it was fine.
1: It was good. I mean it's got all the standard, you know, cut and paste elements that you would want in, in a hollow scream house. Um, These characters did a de- did a decent job on our run through. Um, and you have the experience of you know kind of combining some bayou. Maybe those of you familiar with Orlando, you know, theme park you know ideas a mardi gras idea and going from there
0: yeah it was fine it's perfectly fine house Did nothing to write home about but it's fine then the second best one i think in our estimation is beneath the ice the meltdown so it is a bit unfortunate that the same year that they decide to do a fire versus ice that uh, big brother down the street not big brother but you know uh, the other premier halloween event in orlando does the same thing with their uh, dueling dragons. I wouldn't call
1: it the same thing, but I understand your premise about the same theme.
0: Yes. People are going to compare the two. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is fire versus ice, just like... Now, uh, that's medieval, Merlin. Spoiler
1: for the house. There is no fire versus ice in this
0: house. No, there isn't. But there is fire section, which is hot. It's actually, they warm it up.
1: I know it's weird, unlike if you have a house with a dragon in it, and it's not hot.
0: Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, so that's another plus on the uh, SeaWorld side. <laughs> Their fire house actually is warm, so yeah, good on good on them. But uh, yeah, this house was fine. Um, you walk through it, and like I said, I think this is the one where they caught when the sirens write the story, is they catch the ice siren, so the fire siren comes to save her, to break her out of jail. Is that essentially the gist?
1: This is where we play the game, if you've been watching Tom's <laughs> vlogs no. that I've been on, where we see what Tom remembers and what Tom doesn't. But we're going to go with that as a proper answer.
0: Well, it says, the ice siren has been captured. sisters. Your fiery sister has arrived in time, just in time, to release a blazing wrath and save her twin. So, yeah, I think, I think they did a pretty good job with that. It was mm-hmm. fun. Although, I must admit, I did see that they had a video of the sister locked up in prison. And there at the end there's definitely a lot of fiery stuff where the sister came in. I don't know I think I did I think they did have the sister in there at one point, yeah, right? Yeah, you went but, right past her. Yeah, I may have missed her. So So there's that. And then our favorite house, and without a doubt, I would go back into this house. Like I want to go back into this house. Now I'm not planning on going back to this event, at least I have no plans to at this point. It may happen. If I do, I will one hundred percent go through this house. Delirium six six six. Well, I guess how, how do you say this, John? Is it Delirium Laboratories and the 666 is just part because it's based on how they wrote it out? It's Delirium 666 Laboratories. All right, Delirium 666 Laboratories. Mm-hmm. So this one, uh, no. So this one's cool. So the one, the one, the major differences between HHN and Hello Scream that you can give Hello Scream uh, the credit for, or, or say they clearly win in this aspect, is the fact that they pulse or they, in small groups, send in people into the houses. Whereas, you know, if you've gone to HHN, you know, you're going conga line. There's no break. You're going and going and going. So because they're able to, uh, you know, send small groups in, they can do like a pre-show in a house, which this one has you, you go in, you get into this room that has about a dozen people. It's an elevator quote unquote. So you sit there, both doors close and it's going through a little scene where the elevator is going down and there's a soldier in the elevator. And of course, Things go wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I have no idea how many what? floors things went wrong. Yeah, believe it or not. I don't know how many floors this underground uh, laboratory has that's in the water. But we stop at 666. So the floor 666. So this is a huge laboratory. I mean, the housekeeping crew that gets paid to clean this. Yeah, that's a pretty good contract for them. They're gonna, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only one they need. So, of course, you know, the, 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 we stop and then you have to get off the floor and then you have to try to survive the house. And at the very end, they have the spinning tunnel effect, which I haven't seen lately in the houses. Ever since they closed, uh, you know, universals, <laughs> that walkthrough attraction, RIP, too soon. Uh, that well, no, that was a tunnel of water, though. Not, a tunnel of
1: water. Yeah, that's different. But still. The last time you saw that would have been um, during the Beetlejuice house.
0: Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yep. So... I like that effect. I think that's fun. It's a, it's a classic, right? Mm-hmm. Make you walk sideways. But yeah, I, I think that house was phenomenal from the beginning to the end. I thought it was a blast and they had the soldiers in there. like, Oh, let's move. Let's move. And you know, just trying to, and they had mermaids and stuff inside. And it is, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So go check out the, the YouTube channel, the vlog. I'm also going to be doing standalone house run throughs. So you'll be able to actually go through the house. And again, like Captain's Revenge, I don't know. I'll check the <laughs> I'll check the video, but it's gonna be pretty dark. So maybe I'll release it just for the sound of it. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, all in all, I thought the houses were uh, they are good. John, you have any thoughts about the houses?
1: No, I think uh, I think you. I know it's gonna be hard to believe. It's not a back end compliment. I think you've done a good job <laughs> explaining. <laughs> wow. I have to put a disclaimer out because yeah. Tom's always suspicious when I say <laughs> something nice about him. <laughs>
0: But you would agree, uh, you have a tendency to agree with my assessment of which, what the best houses were and least favorite?
1: The, the shocking part of this conversation is you have more knowledge of S- SeaWorld Fame yeah. than I do, so I was deferring to you.
0: Uh, okay, but you, the Delirium was your number one.
1: Yes, even yeah. though I more embrace the um, Flame and Frost uh, storyline than you did. Yes. Because I did my homework.
0: <laughs> he does his homework. That's uh, that's very uh very good of you. That's what you do when you're not very bright. You gotta do your homework. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that event. Uh, good time. I definitely come out check it out if you're gonna be in town. And you can get tickets for what about fifty bucks, thirty bucks, forty bucks. It depends. They always have sales going on. Mm-hmm. So check check the website and you'll be able to get a ticket. It was a very very good time for sure. Uh, please be aware though, it is a separate entrance to get into the event. And all the park is not open. So all the rides are not open. Icebreaker, Pipeline, Mako, and Manta. So that's pretty good. (laughs) That's not too shabby for the coaster lineup. And Mako was about 15 minutes from what we could tell uh, when we were walking by it. So there you go. All right. So that was SeaWorld Orlando's Hello Scream. Now let's talk about Universal Studios Florida. Universal Orlando uh, Resort. (laughs) <laughs> their Halloween Horror Nights event. This thing has been going since September, since September 1st. And it goes on through November like 4th. Something crazy into the <laughs> November... And John and I have been fortunate enough to go to an opening night, and we've gone back a couple times after that, so we have multiple run-throughs of most houses. And some
1: uh-huh. of us have been there a couple times without you.
0: Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> some of us have been without you, and there's only That's you right. here. Remember, so. I
1: write as a writer. It's always we did this, and <laughs> oh, okay. those of us who went...
0: All right, John, do you want to talk about houses, food, scare zones? We can't at talk the, about shows because we have to. At didn't the risk a of
1: making my monkey reference, um, yeah. whatever you think is fine. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Uh, let's talk about some food first because that's your bread and butter, your food. So we've had um, multiple food items. Uh, you've had a ton of food. Let me see if I
1: can. I believe there's tangible evidence that I've had every item.
0: Find.
1: Every item was consumed the first weekend.
0: That is ridiculous
1: which is why because tom's been hanging out with me most of the day today yeah he's probably at some point he's going to realize that all i've had to eat today is a one wheat bagel okay uh, so <laughs> so this is like semi-fasting for me yeah no do. i didn't even realize it
0: <laughs> right uh, let's talk about some food um they have the corn dog here cordy the cordyceps Corset corn's dog yeah uh, is this good looks like it'd be good it was good Okay, yeah. Um,
1: it's basically for those of you unfamiliar, it's the Korean corn dog from a previous year and then they've modified it a little bit. I think they've improved the cheese inside.
0: Is it spicy at all?
1: Uh not really.
0: No, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's solid. I mean, I don't know what the price point is, unfortunately, but uh it's probably a little bit more than what you'd want to pay, but it still looks pretty good.
1: Gee, I, I wish there was some place you could go oh and find boy. all this information.
0: <laughs> John, where would that be?
1: That's at PiratesandPrincesses.net, a complete Halloween Horror Nights food wow. lineup. Now. That lists all the items, what was written before the event started, so you would have prices.
0: Has prices
1: price. changed? Yep. Nope. Oh, very nice. We thought they were going to, but they did not.
0: Now, what about this one? Because I don't remember seeing this one. New York the, Bloody
1: Snowball. The Bloody Snowball at the Yeti Stand?
0: Yeah, I've not seen this. It looks. We've talked good. about
1: this several times. How much do you uh, enjoy coconut? Uh, I I'm a fan. Then you will enjoy this dessert.
0: Marshmallow and uh, coconut, yummy yummy. Yeah, I I like that. That looks good. You get all three in one serving. You get one of those. Oh, you get one. Okay.
1: He's looking at the pre hey, looking at Universal's yeah. site directly, which is generally a mistake when you're looking at <laughs> food. I'm sorry, Universal. I know I just lost a press release a press meeting. Yeah, but the food you show on your site generally does not reflect in portion size or items. What Let you me tell you something.
0: I mean, this next food item, the peanut butter smash burger, the bun looks comparable to what we saw. Cause, uh, our friend Dave from ventures by D got this and I, did you eat it too, John? I had it another night. The picture here makes the burger look absolutely huge and fantastic and glorious. And oh man, it looks so good, but it's, it's, it's a glorified slider, right? I mean, the sizing, it's not a large burger, and it's like 13 14 I bucks believe there's me.
1: tangible evidence of this. Let's get our <laughs> second shameless <laughs> wow, plug wow. here at Attractions Magazine. You can find the best and the scariest food items, ah. and I'll give you a guess that the peanut butter burger fell on the scariest, not for the quality, but for the portion size.
0: Yeah. It looks like, so what's the black on top of the bun?
1: It's not black on top of a bun. It's a black bun. On top. They call well, it a vampire bun. What's the red? Um, so, are they diet red, then diet black? That's right? not what it... The picture you're looking at does
0: not reflect what, what mm. people got. I thought Dave's bun was red with the black on top like that. I don't know. It looks pretty good, though. I tell you that much. Next... Oh, the um, food... The quality, I mean... Oh. It was decent. I mean... This looks good, uh, <laughs> John. Really? Sour apple f- pie funnel fries. Mm-hmm. Uh, apple pie filling, sour apple ice. Ooh, sour apple ice cream though. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that one. Have you had this? I guess I shouldn't ask. Yes, I have. What did you think of this one?
1: I believe you go to attractionsmagazine.com. You can see that it's in the best list.
0: It's best. Yep. Oh, okay. How was the sour, uh, the sour apple ice cream?
1: It works really well with the funnel fries.
0: Mm. Looks good.
1: It's much better. It's for people who were critical of the r- petrified rat tails from last from last year, which were crab dip on top of the funnel fries. So this this solves oh. the dilemma.
0: I don't want funnel fries with crab dip. I mean, I like crab dip, and I like funnel fries, but... It, it worked. Combined, that's a weird combo.
1: Yeah, that's because you're not very brave.
0: Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, here's a drink. You know, Chucky Ultimate Kill Count House. Heart of... Damballa? I'm, I'm going
1: to watch. Yeah, exactly. Did someone do their homework and watch? No, they did not do the watch Chucky,
0: did they? Oh, this is a Chucky thing. It's at the Chucky food booth. Uh, okay. It's bourbon and lemonade with blueberry glitter at the bottom. That's mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Then at the Stellar Bar, the Peanut Butter Smuggler Mocktail. Oh, wait a second. Is it a mocktail? Wait, this thing's expensive. They must have a... Real cocktail version too. This is like 13, 14 bucks or whatever. I'm going to get this because uh, peanut you butter. just can't help it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Maybe tomorrow. I'm live streaming tomorrow. Well, as of the recording, it'll be a couple days ago. So you already missed it. Sorry. Okay. So Stellar Bar, what did I get? I got the Murray's Brain Tonic. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. I also got the uh, Cheddar you? Jalapeno Hellfire Club excellent that is
1: exactly what he ordered
0: yes because i'm reading it right here
1: oh are you yeah okay good okay, I, was like, I don't <laughs> Do know how he got that I knew right that? yeah there's no yeah. way
0: no because i've
1: had to type that a bunch of times today <laughs> and i every time i, have, I get the words out of order
0: <laughs> but yeah no that was uh that was good yeah it was, it was a good time now of course you get till what eight nine o'clock at night the food booths are just the lines are longer than the house well that's not true but you know you get my point there's some pretty long lines yeah
1: Universal this year is trying to depend upon um some kiosks and they've been creative with their kiosks and um their and some of the other places, but they're depending more on their everyday places for food this year, which I think may not have been a good decision.
0: yeah, they have uh, specialty drinks throughout the event. They have the a lot of the places sell the same like four things, so it can get repetitive if you don't hit the right places. There are plenty of places, though, that do serve specialty drinks that you can only get uh, at that location or maybe one, a few locations. Uh, I did also get the pizza fries for the first time. I've always mocked them, but uh, we were with Adventures by D, and they wanted to get them, so I went with them. Um, I foolishly thought I'd just get something else at the booth that they were serving. <coughs> Apparently, they <laughs> at the pizza fry booth, they serve pizza. They serve the regular pizza fries. Vegan pizza fries and then a dessert fry.
1: The sweet potato fries, sweet which potato I actually fry. had people who I trust said they got I'm sure they're they, good. They enjoyed the orders. Um no I'm sure they're not. But oh, really? I just want to do the disclaimer that I was meeting with people yesterday and they said they really
0: enjoyed them. See that? They're good. But yeah, um pizza fries were much better than I thought. I thought they would just be fries with some, you know, canned jar pizza sauce and some cheese. Totally lack any real flavor but it had a decent flavor and then I, you know, I had the crushed red peppers I threw on top. So I gave it a little spice. Yeah, I, I would get those again. Now I would rather get any other menu item that I haven't eaten already. at hello, HHN over getting those again. But if somebody else got them and said, Hey, do you want to have some of these? i would be like, Oh yes, I will have some wink, wink, John wink, wink. Uh,
1: <laughs> Already had them and
0: <laughs> no more. Tastes the same as
1: they did every other year.
0: Uh, all right. Um, They don't have on the front page, which I'm shocked, but they don't have the hot dog. Do you want to talk about that hot dog? Did car- you eat the hot dog?
1: Yes, I ate the hot uh, dog. Yeah.
0: Carnival dog. This is a carnival weird. Carnival
1: hot dog at Dr. Oddfellow's Midway Treats.
0: Ah, uh, yes. So it's a hot dog. It's on a um confetti cake mm, bun, but, okay. it's it's but it's not. It's supposed
1: to be a hot right. dog in a confetti bun. Yep. With bubblegum mustard and Kool-Aid pickles.
0: Okay. Let's break it down piece by piece. The hot dog is a regular hot dog. I'm sure it was fine.
1: It's a similar hot dog that they used during Mardi Gras.
0: What about the bun? Is it a cake bun or is it a hot dog bun? With it's a hot dog bun with some sprinkles in it. Okay. So that's not truly a confetti bun. Okay. So, so far, it sounds like this would be okay to eat. Uh, the Kool-Aid pickles. Not
1: really Kool-Aided. Um, they're just average.
0: They just taste like pickles. So for uh, most you people. You can
1: tell there's Kool-Aid. They've been in Kool-Aid for a while, but they weren't I'll use the wrong term and offend people who know better. They weren't brined in, in Kool-Aid for two or three days about like the, they need to be.
0: What are they deal pickles? Yeah, they're standard pickles. Yummy, yummy. Okay. So that's good. And then uh well the okay, the the biggest question is <laughs> bubblegum mustard. Talk it's to me about
1: bubblegum. Not overly bubblegum, but yeah, it's bubblegum. Really? This is not an unusual thing. You see this at carnivals often.
0: I've never heard of bubblegum mustard, but I'll take your word for it. Overall,
1: mark that down. I introduced him to something he did not know about, and he took my word for it for a change, which, oh, my goodness. For now. That's a miracle of God right there.
0: So let me ask you, what do you think of this uh, this hot dog? There is
1: tangible evidence, in my opinion, of this hot dog that you can find online.
0: (laughs) You know, John, I have you on the podcast to talk and not just uh, say Uh – I already said this. Or I don't this want to say. be
1: disparaging about a product <laughs> when I've already been disparaging about it in several different places. Uh, okay. so and it's, you know that because we've talked about this.
0: On your, um,
1: this scary. is on the scariest list.
0: Okay. Uh, that's a shame. But you're not much of a hot dog fan anyway.
1: I'm sorry. Perhaps I would not choose a hot dog as my first thing. But if I'm going to spend $12, $13 for a hot dog and they tell me it's going to have, uh, you know, Funfetti bun and it's going to have, you know, be prepared properly and I'm going to expect that. And Otherwise, it's scary. But as I warned people beforehand, you're ordering stuff from Dr. Oddfellow's Carnival.
0: It's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. Yeah. Is
1: Ironically, there- the sour apple pie funnel fries come from the same booth.
0: Oh, wow. They, they, they sound delightful. They are so delightful. Is there anything else at this event that you'd want to uh, talk about? Whether it be good or bad, or um,
1: the I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, the Last of Us ravioli at the Sting oh. Alley location was uh, it really shouldn't be as good as it is, but it is good. Uh, it's just cheese ravioli with a few touches up, but it's nice.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: If you want something outside of the ordinary, the butternut and duck confit that we had the other night, oh. or I had the other night, um, was pretty good. Even though it's uh, sorry, it's a confit galette, uh, but it's not really a galette. That's why I left that out. But it was pretty good. They've got a few what did I get non-traditional there? items. You got the witch's brew stew, I believe.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: And that's a carryover from last year.
0: Oh my lord! And the cornbread in that is so good, so good. It's the sweet cornbread, which I absolutely adore. It's cut in the shape of what a steak or a coffin or something. I don't know. It was <laughs> wait. It's a witch. So what would it be? Hmm. Mm. What's the shape, John? I don't know what the shape is.
1: Shape was not obvious. You're trying to make something that's not quite that obvious. Yeah,
0: it's not obvious. For which I have no idea what it would be, but uh, it was really good. It was tasty. I No, it's really. good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, well there you go. Uh, scare zones wise, I don't know. Let's take, let's take a look at the scare zones. Doctor Oddfellows, that's where you come into the front of the park. He mm-hmm. walks around. He does a good job interacting with guests. Mm-hmm. And he does the little show, so I, that, that's fine. Um, it's a very small scare zone, as you would expect when you first come into the park. Dark Zodiac. If you're going, sorry. And why is it a small scare zone, Tom? Because <laughs> it's little. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> well, because uh, Minion Land. Yeah. Well, I mean, even with even if it were where it was last year in the well, year it is going to be small, but it's, in general, it's are, small. For
1: those place. of you familiar with Universal Studios Florida, they've moved the entrance to that scare zone much farther to the to the entrance to the park. Yeah, and you turn you make a right Right, turn rather than continuing into uh the illuminations minion land area because they're not using that for halloween
0: yeah and they can't put like a stage where the pumpkin guy was last year or whatever because now there's minions there so you can't do that so yeah um yeah it's a small small one if you're going counterclockwise you go right into dark zodiac this one i like this one has a lot of odd characters has a tall um scorpion lady she's cool chainsaw people um you dig the chainsaw people? Yeah, they're fine. Okay. Uh, then a the bunch of weird characters. They all have like lights on them. I don't know, some type of power. John's going to tell me to do my homework. But yeah, <laughs> there's those. How many
1: symbols of the Zodiac are there? Twelve? Twelve. Oh, How I How many know of those that. characters with the funny symbols on them were there? Twelve? Very good. Man, I'm crushing it.
0: I did my homework. All right, so. uh, no, you just passed the test. That was good. That was good. And then Jungle of Doom... Expedition Horror. This is where the woods are next to the <laughs> lagoon. Uh, yeah, this is this is a good one too. I mean, this I always like this one just because it's such a good scare zone area. Like it's it's got the trees and you could do so much with it. I think I think it was fun. I want to see it become a Predator one one year. Predator scare zone. Talking, okay, wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah, let's let's spend all of Universal's money.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Then the next year we can make it into a house. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. So that would be awesome. Uh, then Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. Uh, this one's fine. They have a big stage. I haven't seen them do a lot with this stage. Every once in a while, they get some people up there and they do something, but there's not like a whole, there's not a whole like show or anything on the stage. And then they have the people wandering around this area, and they're all you know, love, 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 and yeah, it's a fine schedule. I moment. don't
1: think there was a lot of love. The band Doctor Oddfellas. Is- Convinces the vampires. He's a vampire and convinces them to attack.
0: Yeah, he's mean. He's yeah. A mean, mean man. Yeah. He's very odd. That he's fella. misunderstood. He is, yes. He's <laughs> very much like uh, a Thanos in that way. But then... That's the MCU Thanos. There's the Shipyard 32. This is the one that they basically ripped off from SeaWorld last year. <laughs> the the uh, container uh, one. Uh, this... Scare Zone typically is not a good one in general except for the year was Rob Zombie uh, because it's very small and it gets crowded very easily. So, yeah, this one's fine. This one basically has the same creatures as Dark Zodiac almost, the same weird creatures, and there are some of them in prison and some of them are in the shipping containers, and eh, it's fine. Again, it, it suffers from being cramped. It's then, cramped
1: during the day before the scare actors. get back.
0: Yeah, it's true. And then they have the bars. They have the peacock bar in the back, uh, behind, if you want to, what was areas that John? The, you mean behind Lombard seafood? Yes. Behind Lombard seafood. And you can meet, uh, David S. Pumpkins back there. The guy, he, he i tell you what, he's a hardworking man. <laughs> he's got to do that stick with every person back there. He doesn't particularly look a lot like David S. Pumpkins, but he does the shtick, so it's good. And what? Else, who else is back there?
1: That's all we've officially seen back there.
0: Oh, I thought there was somebody else that they
1: there was teased. supposed to be two other people, but yeah. we've not seen any of those that have been rec- seen back there.
0: Okay, well, there you go. Then they have the Megan Horde. I've only seen very little snippets, and they seem cool. Again, I don't know that movie, so yeah, you know, there's a bunch of them. They dance around, so I guess in the movie there's a bunch. I don't. know. I thought she was a doll, but I guess not. I don't know, or a girl. Well, doll would make sense for why there'd be multiple. A girl doesn't make any sense. But
1: sorry, everyone, I Tom did not do his homework, I and not. he has had the Megan movie Meghan. what four months now?
0: Yes, I've had it for a very long time. Have not watched it, but I have it. All right, well maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> it make a
1: whole lot more sense.
0: Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. And so that's Shipyard Thirty Two, uh, Horrors Unhinged, and then you have ten terrifying houses just for the
1: record to circle back to the megan movie i am in no way endorsing the megan movie as a quality flick i uh, just want to say that if you're coming to H H N and you want to encounter the megan horde you might want to know who they are
0: yeah they're little girls <laughs> they like to dance <laughs> it's like uh what's up? do you know how
1: old you sound right now do you have any idea how old you sound right now <laughs> it's
0: like flash dancing <laughs> wow we gotta dance all right, let's talk about the houses. Uh, I guess let's we'll go down the list. Stranger Things season four. I thought this house. Uh, I've done it multiple times. I really enjoy this house. I think it's very well done. It, you know, it takes scenes from the movie, and I w- the only my only criticism would be Vecna and a lot of the scenes, eh, not very tall. I mean, maybe he's not a tall character in the TV show, but in the house he should be towering over everyone. Like. John and I should not be looking down at Vecna. Vecna should be a big character. But other than that, I think this house is phenomenal. I I mean, I it, like it,
1: it. the problem is both Tom and I play in the NBA, so they, they has a the problem. <laughs>
0: yeah. So. That is true. I, I think as far as Stranger Things houses go, it, it definitely beats the second-year house. And I honestly don't remember the first-year house to that great detail. I remember I really enjoyed it, so it may fall slightly behind the first year because it was the first time that we ever got to see Stranger Things and maybe so because you, you could hear the Stranger Things music, which you don't get a lot of in this house, so it's a, it's a little disappointing as far as the music They're cues. too busy
1: sneaking in snippets from the soundtrack of the show.
0: Yeah, I, I prefer to have the, the classics. Um, so, yeah, it was a very good house, though. Very well done. Expect lines for this one. Uh, people line up for this one. Then you have Exorcist uh, Reawakened. The Exorcist Believer? Believer. What well, says, oh, an evil reawakened. All right, never mind. Uh, yeah, this is fine. Again, this is a weird one because it's a movie that hasn't come out yet. It's a house based on that movie that will be out. If in you listen the next to month. this
1: after October 6th, it is out. Yes.
0: So if you go to the, the events after October 6th, it's going to make a lot more sense if you, well, if you see the movie, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they show scenes. I'm sure it's really well done because they, they have multiple, I mean, the whole thing's just scenes, which I'm assuming is from the movie, and it looks good. So You mean most of the scenes that are from the trailer? Is that what it's from, the trailer? <laughs> I'll have to watch the trailer, I suppose. But.
1: Sorry, this is the grief that I'm voicing. Yes. I know many of you listen to see how I'll make fun of Tom. Sorry. Yeah, man. Um, however, Rough. he was told many times that he to should watch the, the trailer, trailer. Yes. and HHN marketed it as a living trailer.
0: I feel I needed a good one or two walkthroughs of the houses. That's been for... his cover
1: story, but he still hasn't done his homework.
0: Well, I haven't gone back yet. Tomorrow I'm going back. So maybe I'll watch a trailer or two tonight. Uh, the Last of Us is next. This is another highly, highly popular one. Uh, yeah, this. if you're in the standby for this one, you may be waiting a little bit. Uh, this was fine. I liked it. Again, I don't know any of the, the runners or bleepers or creepers or whatever they are. But uh, they're scary. And I presume at the end they have the one big guy come out. What, what's his What's his name? What's his thing? A
1: bloater. Ooh, is that right? This is a really cool game we play, and I, re- is that right? I really I, really enjoy it. Where we I play think the game of what Tom knows and what Tom doesn't. I think bloater is correct. It's a really cool name. Is that right? That is a name of something of a care of a creature. We'll call him species. Yeah. In the Last of Us video game, hey, yes.
0: and he's the last one, right? He's the, like a big, he's like the boo he's like the, you know, every house ends, well, should end with a big scare or something pretty cool. That's what they have. I mean, he's not super big, but you can tell he's bigger than the other characters. He's yeah. bigger than Vecna? <laughs> Taller, probably, for sure. Okay. Definitely wider. Definitely wider. Definitely wider. Uh, then Chucky, Ultimate Kill Count. This is John's absolute favorite house. It's, yeah, this is I think voted number one uh, through all the houses you've ever done, ever.
1: So those of you scoring at home, awesome. I believe there's tangible evidence to the contrary <laughs> online.
0: Yeah, he writes to his audience. Yeah, you know, he just he's a politician. He he writes to the his constituents. <laughs> Whatever they want, that's what he writes. Yeah, this house. Um, I will say I will say some positive things about this house. First, the animatronic at the very beginning of the house is amazing. It looks incredible. It's just out there too, so close that you could touch it. So, but don't, don't touch it. I'm, I'll be shocked if it makes it through the entire event. Because uh, do you think they have more than one? We know they had 500 Chucky dolls, so well, maybe. But that's not just a doll. That's no, a, that's
1: that's that's step up. But they had to have a base to start with.
0: I would have figured they'd put that behind glass or some some way to keep mm-hmm. it protected. But it's right there. I mean, so it, I it's really awesome. And then the second house. Now this house is in the Fast and Furious. House. He uses section.
1: a portion of the yeah. Fast and Furious
0: Q. Basically, it was last year's Blumhouse where they separated it into two. It still has that separation. So when you walk out of the first part of the house, you think you're done. In fact, <laughs> we were behind someone who had a, uh, a walking assistant thing. Like, I don't know if it was a walker, but something that she she uh, you know, folded up. She went through the first part of the house, then we got out. An opening night and she moved off to the side and started unfolding the the walking helping that it wasn't a walker, or whatever it was the device and i'm like oh okay so we so we walked we walked into the other part I'm like oh <laughs> she, she surely didn't i didn't know i forgot that yeah but the second half the second half of this house is based around christmas time when that for me is absolutely wonderful because I, I love halloween i love christmas anytime you put a house that has a Halloween house with some Christmas elements I'm all in for. So this house, for me, this is a little bit – I enjoy this house a little bit more than, say, uh, John. But
1: I thought you said it was my favorite house of all time.
0: Well, secretly it is. Oh, okay. Officially. Uh, no, yeah, he's not a fan of the Chucky house. And I would say, yeah, they. I think they failed in the way – of their the whole Chucky's – I don't know. They have a couple of Chucky's, and they have a couple, like – Chucky's like attached somebody on a shirt, and they act like the Chucky's attacking them. Uh, really low budget type uh, attack scenes. Yeah, what was I was impressed with, it except for that first animatronic, and then the end, just the Christmas stuff, I thought was cool. But yeah, then we have Monsters Unmasked. This one I really enjoy. This house, I think it's really well done. I'm not your monsters lover. You know, every year they come out the Monsters House, and I'm not. I'm not the guy who says, yes, this is the greatest house ever. I need more monsters. Uh, in the past, they're fine. And last year, I did like the uniqueness of where they, like a different person would win every night or a different character would win the battle at the end of the house. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, this year, I think it's phenomenal. I, I think they do a really good job with sets and uh, the characters themselves. I, I have nothing negative to say about the Monsters Unmasked house this year. It's really well done. John, you have anything to add about the monsters on that?
1: That sounded like an invitation to say something negative about the monsters' house. But well, no, go for it. I mean, it's a good house. They do a good job. I'm a little. If you're a person that, you know, needs a storyline, you're going to struggle a bit with how Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and, and the Invisible Man end up in Paris and the catacombs. <laughs> um, however, you know, you enter and the set design is really good at the beginning. They set the theme for it. You do it and then enter the catacombs and do remember that some of these monsters were hanging out here because they were discarded by society. And you're on your own risk. You you vacated their house. I mean, you entered their house. So what they do to you at that point, that's your fault.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be down in the catacombs of Paris, yeah. You deserve yeah. it. So, yeah, that's a good house. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. And uh, the lines for this one don't get too crazy. So, I mean, I think it's just an average. Probably on everybody's list, it's probably around the middle. Uh, the
1: lines have been in the top half um every night.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Uh now I will preface this with to say that both John and I have both only ran through this house one time. Yep. Uh the first time I ran it, I wasn't terribly impressed with it. It was fine, but nothing really jumped out. Literally, I haven't not gone back because I don't I don't want to. It's just it's never really worked out for me to be able to do so. So I will most certainly, maybe maybe tomorrow night when I go to do the live stream, maybe I'll do another run-through uh, of it and uh, give it another chance. But, yeah, I mean, it's perfectly fine from what I recall. Again, I don't have a lot of recollection of what there was in it.
1: Uh, many people, there's a kind of a mixed reviews about this. Some people consider it to be one of their favorite houses, and some people just don't get it. It really tends to come down to how much you embrace the little lore that's tucked in there and hidden in there. If you went opening weekend, not on the media night, you went on Saturday and Sunday, you missed a whole bunch of it because you couldn't see it because <laughs> the houses are too dark. So that's going to be a recurring theme of if people say, you here's people who went on Saturday and Sunday the first weekend, and they say the houses were too dark. Guess what? They were, and people are yeah. having a hard time seeing. I think Tom and I almost killed ourselves on Saturday night oh on Lord. Sunday night at one house.
0: What, what house is that? They, done... I want to say it
1: was ironically darkest deal.
0: You're probably right. you got to walk around like a little kitchen island thing, Mm -hmm. and we both ran into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that same house I got lost later.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, it's a fine house. I'll definitely do it again, and uh, we'll see what I think of it at that point. Uh, Next, dueling dragons, choose thy fate. Now, I'll be honest with you. The first time I ran through this house on opening night, I was less than thrilled with it. I was like, uh, I, I, I did such high expectations, but I've done it again since. And most certainly it's a better house than I initially gave it credit for. Uh, I did win. I think John, you're with me. We chose, we chose correctly. And, uh, or you chose wisely. And, uh, yeah, we won. And who did you encounter when you won? Merlin. Very good. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good house. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, not to the degree that I'd buy the t shirt, though. Because before I went into the house opening night, I saw they had the t shirt. I'm like, ooh, well, this might be, a, you know, kill two birds, enjoy like an homage to the ride and to the house. It's, again, it's, it's a fine house, but not enough for t shirt level enjoyment.
1: If you are somehow a person who experienced dueling dragons back in, back in the Stone Age of Island of Adventure, this house has every nod you could possibly want to that attraction. Um, If you're only familiar with Dragon Challenge or the queue that currently exists in Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure TM, then you miss out on most of this attraction because this attraction resembles so much of the original Dueling Dragons. Yeah. Back when it dueled.
0: Back in the day. That was before my day, John. Mm -hmm. I I wrote it after. Back before we
1: had metal detectors at every...
0: Yes, and sadly, sadly. Next is Yeti Campground Kills. If you listen to any other... Uh, previous podcast, you'll know this is one of my hyped up... Well, this and Dueling Dragons, actually. And uh, I think it... I mean, it doesn't live up to the hype. I wish it was a little campier than what it is. It's a more serious house.
1: Billy, you're going to say that out loud to me. You <laughs> want a Yeti campground kills to yeah. be campier.
0: <laughs> Camp. uh, campier comedy-wise. like a lighter. I mean, it's very... I guess there are some moments where it's campy, but... <laughs> <laughs> I thought Billy, Billy was. Billy, where are you? And then he's. Uh. It's funny because Billy gets like he's he's a. Uh, spoiler he's, coming. Yeah, spoiler. He's over top a baby Yeti that he I, did he kill it or did he find it that way? I can't remember what he said. I think he said I found this. He's dancing like yeah we killed a Yeti, and then the mama comes and beats the shit out of little Billy. Except for the one time I did the walkthrough, the monster wasn't there and Billy just acted crazy because you know it they're they're pre they're pre recorded. Audio clips. So if the yeti isn't there, Billy's still gonna act like he's getting mm-hmm. crushed by a yeti, and he's just going, "Ooh, like like invisible yeti was after him." <laughs> it was quite funny, but yeah, um, I really enjoyed I, I I do enjoy this one. I just wish it was a little bit more campier. That's all. It was fun. I I, I like it. Thoughts and, and the, these um, yetis, they don't suffer the Vecna. Uh, I'm too short. The, no. These guys are pretty big. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty good, except for the baby Yeti. who's dead, sadly. But Spoiler. Too soon. Too soon. Then you have Darkest Deal. The Darkest Deal. That's when uh, a dude, a magician, uh, musician makes a deal with Diablo, or who the do you mean? Collector. Make? The Collector. Not and the
1: co- icon. The Collector. Yes. If you know a different
0: right, Collector. And his deal is up. And then you, uh, you go to hell, or Hades, or <laughs> wherever we I go.
1: Believe in the prep. The, the underworld they said Haley, Hades Hades you go to Hades uh
0: yeah this one I it's like tell a two to walkthroughs on this one the first time I did it absolutely loved it thought it was fantastic it, it, I must have hit every cue and it, it just it, it really worked second time it was dark obviously and
1: I, this is the one I went with Tom
0: yeah and it was uh, it wasn't nearly as good like the last scene when Hades steals like he calls them in like hey your time is up that didn't that effect didn't really work that well and i don't know i just i guess we missed some stuff but yeah
1: right now i went another time and my experience was halfway between your two
0: okay so it's not great but not awful mm-hmm. yeah, all right
1: but yeah. mo- most people who go through this house talk about how great the whole setup is i,
0: I think it's a i think it's well done i think it's well executed If everything's working and, you know, you hit it right. Mm -hmm. And the lights are at the proper levels. (laughs) Yes. But that's all the houses. Which they were were much better the
1: following week. So I'm picking on the opening weekend. So if you hear anybody talk about opening weekend, check if they went on Friday or
0: Saturday. I feel bad for the people who may have only gone opening weekend. Yes. But I feel like if you go the opening weekend, you have to accept that risk, right? Mm -hmm. If you're worried about the houses being in working order and being... Because this event, they'll change, you know, if something's not working, they'll change it. Like, they they're not, they are not—they don't stick to their guns. No, I have to say that. They will, they will yeah. change it at a moment's notice. So if you want the best experience, I'd say October. Now, you're going to pay the most, and it's probably going to be the busiest, but they've they worked through all the kinks, and everything's running as best as it's probably going to run. Mm-hmm. You come that up on weekend, there. there's going to be hiccups. Things aren't going to work, and it's just a matter. It's a function of just... You know, they got to get, get play-tested, right? And
1: it's going to be more crowded. Yeah,
0: it's going to be very crowded, yes. <laughs> so there you go. And then the final house, but not the last house. <laughs> not the worst house. <laughs> I don't know where I was going there. That did not work at all. Blood Moon, Dark Offerings. I thought this was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is like your... um, What what era is that? Like where they had the witches and you know, they'd pray to the moon for their crops, and they make sacrifices. For sake of discussion,
1: we're going to call it Colonial Period.
0: Okay, let's go Colonial. Colonial Period. A,
1: spoiler, there may have been a food booth plan that was going to be themed Colonial.
0: Ah, there you go. And, you know, they, they pray to the moon god or whatever, and it's a blood moon, and they're, they're all crazy, and yeah. It's just, I, I love that um, that story. You love crazy people? I love crazy people. Well, that's why you hang out with me. <laughs> Got it. That's right. This all makes sense now. See that? And I think it's, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was very good. I, 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 ther- this is definitely in the top, definitely in the top half, possibly in the top three. I don't know. Uh, it's tough to say. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this house. John, what, what's your take on this house?
1: Um, My take on this house is if you're looking for classic HHN elements all the things that you would expect to see cut and paste in your, in your oh, house, yeah. this is going to be it. It's, it does all. does it, it do? I'm, I'm trying not to spoil things, but mm. it does all the standard things that Universal does well in the. Yes. And we know from interviews with Mike Aiello and other people when they do these interviews that they try not to overdo certain elements and there's always a fight on the house designers, what elements they get to do and what elements they don't. And this one has the three standard haunting elements that you would expect <laughs> at HHN.
0: <laughs> and I don't recall what those are at the moment, but you know, I, I do remember that being the case. I remember us getting out of the house and I uh, was talking about it. I was like, yes, yes, that is 100%. Okay, accurate. hint, hint.
1: If you went through the Halloween house and the weekend house last year, there was a similar element in both of those houses. You get that element amplified in this house. Tom still has no idea what I'm talking about, so I'm trying no not clue. to spoil this no at clue. all. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll maybe Just, after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry everybody I will go back and uh, well tomorrow like I said but uh, yeah I think that's all the houses so John what would you say your hits and your misses for the houses this year
1: well once again, there is tangible evidence of this already but off the top of my head <laughs> um, I thought uh, The Last of Us was arguably the best house I know I'm kind of in the minority in that but also I am familiar with the storyline the video game and but the TV show
0: you haven't played the video game?
1: No, I've only watched the cutscenes okay. from the video right, game.
0: All right, all right, I'm enough.
1: old and have lots of gray hair, and yes. if I start playing video games, then it becomes it becomes a little creepy. Yeah. When twelve-year-old kids curse at me while well, I can't do that.
0: Yeah. Like, what do. are all these buttons for? Exactly. I just need one button.
1: I just need one button. <laughs> I just <need> a joystick. Yeah, that's it. I enjoyed the Stranger Things house, but obviously I'm a big fan of Stranger Things. It yes. had some potential weaknesses. I wish there had been some other elements from the Vecna storyline included. And I, obviously, as Betrayed already, I enjoyed the Dueling Dragons house. I didn't like it the first run-through. I didn't think it was very good. My next two run-throughs were really good because it was easier for me to see what was going on. Yeah. Because I don't think I went on opening night. Okay. So I went on Saturday. I went on Saturday, and it was, it was dark, dark as could be. And I didn't even, literally, I got to the point where you make a decision. If you don't know, you're choosing your fate. Yep. Just like those of you familiar, you can choose to ride fire or ice or you can ride you can experience Blizzrock or Pyrock, the wizards who are coming after Merlin's spell book. We we couldn't see. Yeah. There was a whole group of us who couldn't see where to go or what to do. <laughs> and even with that in that section. So didn't know what was going on, didn't know how it was going on. Um but then after that I've gone through twice since then and it was a much better experience.
0: Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I mean, not The Last of Us, it's fine. And, and if I play the video game or watch the trailer, I'm sure it'll be great. But Stranger Things, for sure. Uh, Monsters, I thought it was fantastic. Yeti, I enjoyed, even though, you know, I wish it was a little campier. And the Blood Moon, uh, Dark Offerings was great. And Darker Steel, I think, I think it's still a good house. I think I'll, if I go through again with a better run, uh, it'll definitely move back up. And Dueling Dragons, yeah, it, it was it was fine, too. Um, I think my, my like, like, we both agree that Chucky's probably the least favorite house, and only because I haven't seen anything about The Exorcist. I'd say maybe The Exorcist, but and Dr. Oddfellows, we only did it once, so I'd have to go back through it again to give it a I'll give it a fair shake, I guess. But, yeah, that is HH Ed. Now, neither of us, as of yet, have seen the Nightmare Fuel show, and... There is nothing else, right? There, are there any other show? I mean, there's Megan. That Megan's, is the whatever. show. Yeah, that is the show, yeah. So that's all they have, and uh, I'll def- maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll see the Nightmare Fuel show tomorrow. I don't know. But I think that's it. John, you have anything you'd like to add about HHN 2023? Nope. Very nicely done. All right, well, I think that'll close the <laughs> casket door to this episode so thanks for my wrecking crew for joining me and until we scream again if you come to the greater orlando area during halloween season be sure to stop by both hhn and hello scream and keep having nightmares oh and while you're there have some food it'll be fun thanks for listening to the vacation here Parks and more podcast the show can be found on itunes stitcher and google play please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show visit our website at www.vacationearspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Ears Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationears Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationearspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationears Theme Parks and More production. For vacationers, theme parks, and
1: more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.